Flash 107.9 FM. Good morning to you. Great to know you're there this Monday. is the 11th of April, 2022. And Bezida Kula with the song Do the Right Thing. Exciting things at the top of the hour. 10 o'clock is four minutes. Five now, actually. Gone past 10 a.m. Uh, this Monday. It's Platform. Wali Bakar is my name. How's your Monday morning going? Hope it has started as planned. If it hasn't, I wish you the very best. Don't worry, things will fall in place eventually. Uh, the weekend saw a lot of things happen in the political space. Declarations, uh, the number of aspirants continue to rise as far as the top position in the country is concerned. That's talking about the office of the president uh, across uh, both parties, uh, both major political parties, the APC and the PDP. Uh, moves being made by the aspirants, declarations being made, um, uh, movements or meetings for solidarity, meetings aimed at coming up with a consensus, meetings aimed at consolidating on the various positions of the aspirants are being held across the country. We'll bring you up to speed about a couple of occurrences over the weekend and um, getting to the latest, which is because the declaration of the Vice President, Professor Yemi Oshibajo, for the office of the President. That happened in a video posted on the social media very early this morning. And a lot of reactions have been trailing. We'll get into all of that this morning on the program. Welcome to Platform. Wale Bakar is my name. Good morning. Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM. Wali Bakar is my name. Great to have you join us uh, this uh, Monday morning. Uh, well, uh, let's uh, get into uh, some of the updates uh, from uh, the various parts of the country as regards the race uh, to 2023. Uh, the Vice President, Professor Yemi Oshibajo, earlier this uh, morning formally declared his intention to run for president in 2023. Uh, the vice president's declaration ends months of speculation over his interest in the 2023 presidential race and widens the pool of candidates for the position. It also puts him in direct confrontation with his former boss in Lagos, that's the national leader of the APC, Ashwajibola Metinubu, who signaled his intention earlier in the year. In his declaration speech, uh, which was uh, posted on the social media this morning, Professor Shibaju said he was committed to continuing. President Muhammadu Buhari's vision uh, for the country. 
Uh, the vice president said he would also complete President Buhari's promise of lifting 100 million Nigerians out of poverty by 2030. He vowed to reform the educational system for relevance in the 21st century and ensure universal health coverage for all while strengthening the capacity of states and local governments to deliver on their respective mandates. Uh, quite a lot of reactions have trailed uh, the vice president's declaration, especially the part where he said he would uh, be continuing the uh, president's vision for the country. Uh, many of us uh, were quick to say, uh, to have to raise questions about the vice president's assessment of uh, the performance of the current administration. Uh, many were quick to point out uh, that um, the jury is still out about the performance and whether that would make it tough for the vice president to sell his own candidacy uh, to the people. Uh, Professor Oshibajo, because the senior advocate of Nigeria, who previously served as attorney general of Lagos from 1999 up until 2007, is a graduate of the University of Lagos and London School of Economics, lectured at his alma mater in Lagos while practicing law until 1999. After serving at uh, Tinubu's administration in Lagos, he retired from government in 2007 and returned to law, lecturing along with pastoral duties at the Redeemed Christian Church of God before he was tapped as running mate for President Muhammad Buhari. In 2015, um, well, is there uh, the reactions you must have uh, if you're following uh, some of the uh, conversations on the social media? You must have read some of the reactions, uh, must have read rather some of the reactions that have trailed the vice president's declaration. We'll get into that this morning, but uh, let's take a listen to a bit of what the vice president had to say uh, during his declaration this uh, in that video that was released earlier today. Dear Nigerians, for the past seven years, I have served as vice president under a true Nigerian patriot, a servant of the nation in war and peace, and a man of integrity, President Muhammad Buhari. We have together worked through some of the most difficult times in the history of our nation, but we have remained focused on securing the country and providing infrastructure and growing our economy. As stipulated by the Nigerian Constitution, our tenure will end next year. I've been in agricultural, mining, and oil-producing communities in the Delta, in Kebi, in Enugu, in Bonn, in Rivers, in Plateau, and Undo, and in all other states of the Federation listening to the diverse experiences and yearnings of our people. I've visited our gallant troops in the Northeast and our brothers and sisters in the IDP camps. I've felt the pain and anguish of victims in violent conflicts, terrorist attacks, flooding, fire, and other disasters. I've been in the homes of many ordinary Nigerians in various parts of the country. Just uh, some of the things uh, the vice president said uh, uh, while uh, declaring his intention, uh, talking about you know some of the things that he's done, saying he's been given various assignments uh, since 2015 as vice president, of course, under the strict instruction of President Muhammad Buhari, and um, he's garnered the experience, is uh, uh, been with market women, has been with the gallant troops, has been in the homes of families that are bereaved or that have suffered from the uh, security situation and all of that. You know, he pointed out some of these things, and um, 
while some of them, um, you could view them as um, points, uh, as pointers to his qualification, uh, some, uh, some also view them as pointers to say, hey, look, uh, some of these uh, situations um, that we're in in the country has been under your watch for seven years. What have you done? What has been your role in getting the country to where it is at the moment? Um, how do we then trust you? with power again. That's, of course, for those that believe this administration haven't done well. For those that believe this administration has had an amazing time in office or, you know, they've tried their best and uh, it's uh, it's been very challenging getting the result they want, they look at the vice president and say, well, he's the best man for the job. He should continue uh, with the legacy of President Mohamed Buhari. Uh, well, there are uh, other matters coming up. Uh, the PDP, for example... Uh, some candidates are still continue to meet uh, as regards uh, for getting the consensus. Uh, the governors of the Southwest, uh, the, under the platform of the PDP, uh, they are insisting that the president must come to the South amid all those talks about the zoning committee throwing things open as far as what zone the president should come from. But we'll spend the bulk of the minutes uh, this morning talking about the vice president's declaration and uh, what it means uh, for the race for 2023, especially for the APC, uh, talking intra-party issues, and of course, uh, what it means for the country as a whole, and what the electorates are expected to be doing at this time as the pool continues to widen, the options getting wider, although it will get a lot smaller after the party primaries, but uh, these are very, very interesting times in the country, as expected out of the 2023 uh, general elections. I will take a pause. I'll be uh, linking up with uh, my analyst or my resource person via the phone lines this morning, and uh, we'll be taking some minutes to get some thoughts from him as regards uh, this latest development, and uh, we'll definitely co- talk to you as well. Remember, you can watch us live on Facebook. We're there for you, facebook.com forward slash Live. You can drop your contributions there, share the videos, it is your video. Do whatever it is you want with it. We'll be glad to hear from you. Twitter at FreshFM at is also another avenue for you uh, to talk to us uh, this uh, morning. It's Nigeria Watch. It's um, platform this morning. <laughs> it's platform this Monday. Please don't go anywhere. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest. James, we are not 
done with plastering or wiring. You're already buying paint. Ah, madam, so you don't know that all Dulux products are selling at 10% discount? Wow, 10% off all Dulux paints? Yes, now. It's the Dulux Super Buy promo, and it's only between now and April 30. That's why I said let me buy all the paints we need now before we miss this opportunity. Yes, get 10% off all Dulux paints between now and April 30th in our Super Buy promo for Easter and Ramadan season. Dulux paint is available at all Dulux color centers and color shops near you. Terms and conditions apply. Dulux, let's color. Thank you for staying with us. Uh, still platform on Fresh 107.9 FM at In case you're just joining us, I did say uh, that uh, we will be spending the bulk of the minutes this morning to discuss uh, the latest development as far as the race for the top position in the country. That's the office of the president is concerned. Uh, the vice president, Professor Yemi Oshibaju, earlier this morning, uh, intimated Nigerians of his plans and his intention to vie for president. And, um, you know, it brings up a lot of questions and reactions. We're getting to a of that this morning. Ustaz uh, Jibril Awal is on the phone this morning talking to me. Good morning, Ustaz Jibril. Great to have you join us, sir. Good morning, Wali Bakari. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Hope you're good too. Yeah. Well, um, I, I don't know whether there are many uh, that are surprised by the declaration of the vice president. Uh, if there is any that's surprised, it would most likely be because uh, there had been some people that looked at the vice president and said, well, there's a slim chance he's going to attempt to contest against uh, his former boss. Uh, that's uh, the former governor of Lagos, who was also the national leader in the APC, Ashwaj Ahmed Tinubu, uh, who, of course, um, was one of the very first few people uh, to declare his intention uh, to vie for president. Uh, with the vice president's declaration, I uh, put uh, them head to head or, you know, uh, at loggerheads, uh, whatever, however you want to put it, especially for the ticket of the APC. Uh, does it surprise you that despite the fact that the former governor, who many have said is so loyal to and all of that, and many have said maybe you wouldn't try to contest because of him, does it surprise you that he's gone ahead uh, to declare his intentions? Well, thank you so much, and I appreciate the honor of having me to make a comment on the recent happenings in Nigeria. And I want to appreciate all our listeners to our own, the team in the of your station. Um, you see, a king watcher of Nigerian politics, who so understands what politics is, and uh, is not so young to um, participate in um, elections since 1999, we're back to this temptation. Uh, we understand that uh, there is hardly anything shocking about Nigerian politicians and uh, Nigerian politicians in general. So that the um, um, the vice president is coming up it is not shocking. It's not surprising because there have been a lot of uh, water testing before now. They have tested the water with a lot of uh, information, and they will tell it is more. It is denied, etc. They were all denied, and eventually. You know, acknowledge that you want to or come out to declare their intention to run for this post or the other. So it's not really shocking uh, that is coming up. However, I've been that me, like you mentioned your intro, even now that you spoke with me, 
there are a lot of issues that are, you know, concerned with this declaration. Uh, the human aspect, which is the relationship aspect of himself and the uh, government, you know, and then, you know, and, and, and people of Lagos, and maybe his own constituency too, uh, is on one, one side. Another one is the fact that um, one doesn't know what oh, really happened. Oh, 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 oh. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're, we're struggling a bit to hear you. Whether you'd have to change your location or maybe we'd have to initiate this call again, I don't know. Uh, okay. Okay, let me see and maybe increase my volume. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes, yes, we can. Is it better now? Okay, like I was saying, I said, um, there, there are two angles I want to, from which I want to look at this. One is the human angle, the relationship angle of um, the president, uh, the vice president, and um, um, Jagaban. That okay. is actually what you, um, not on one side, the issue of um, the betrayal, his, you know, political protege, etc. That's on one side. The other side of the issue is um, the, the, the personality of the president himself. And um, what what does it bring or what is on the table for Nigerians? These are the two areas. Um, the game of Nigerian politics, like I said in my intro, is one thing that quite a number of us who understand Nigerian politics will know that um, that um, whatever is happening in APC now it is not just happening. Let me take us back a bit. So when they wanted to bring out the electoral act, I mean, the debate first, before it became an act that the president signed on to, don't forget the president rejected signing. Malami said, no, um, the president will not sign. He was not in the country, but he told us that he won't sign because of the issue of a compulsory primary that was, you know, uh, in, in the electoral bill yes. then. I hope you can recollect. Yes. Yes. But if you look at how that clause, the compulsory primary for parties came up, it was singularly brought in by the speaker of the House of Representatives, and people felt that, well, he was doing nothing but what Bernard Tinubu wanted him to do, apparently. So eventually, when they returned it back and they said, no, it should be optional, but it should be given options. And eventually, that was removed. Then the next thing we had was that, um, uh, what do you call it? The APC coming up to say they want to have consensus. You know, they were having consensus. A lot of people that know what countries in Nigeria have seen the like on the world that something is going up. So first and foremost, um, the idea of um, the vice president not being able to compete head-to-head, which is a political benefactor for Latinobu, might be out of the case because eventually APC, because I said it's going to come out on the platform of the party of APC, APC will not do any primary for their presidential candidate, whoever is going to come up as their candidate. It will be a country, it's going to be a consensus thing. It's a game plan they have in place already. So if eventually the powers that be in Nigeria wanted him, he will eventually become the flat bearer of the APC. I don't think that needs any debate anywhere. Uh, you know, and when you look at how the information broke out the first time, it was through daily trust. My understanding of Nigerian politics is that daily trust is a paper out of your enemy. Yes, Hello? yes, uh, yes, yeah. we can. Then the trust is a paper that is the mouthpiece of the North. And then the trust was the only paper that day that reported the fact that uh, the, the vice president was consulting with the president regarding his ambition. So the moment I read that in the papers, and only the trust took that 
and it was Tony. I knew the, the president, the vice president, will come out eventually. So Tony is not, is not shocking. Oh, However, on the other angle of what will it bring or what does it mean for Nigerians, um, I, I don't want to be a pessimistic person. But I don't see anything that will change. Whoever comes in to become our president in Nigeria, whether the VP, whether Tinobu, whether Amechi, whether Kiku, or whoever, the whoever out of all of those that are saying they want to come out, yeah, I doubt if there's anything that will change in 2023. And this is why I'm saying that. You see, you can't keep on doing same thing the same way and want a different result. The factors that are making you know, Nigerian passed them to fail are still there. So I don't see any magic that any new person is coming to bring out. Now, please give us a new, you know, a, 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 a new future from what, uh, what is happening. Apart from the fact that people believe that quite a number of policies that sur sur surround the economy, you know, was under the ambit of the vice president. And that if the economy is the way it is, and the vice president is leading the economic team of the present situation in the past eight years, is there anything he wants to come and give us? Now, it's, that it's, it's interesting. Uh, so, sorry to Borton. It's interesting that you bring that up because, uh, you know, I, I was going to ask, if you check out some of the reactions that have trailed uh, the video uh, put up by the pre vice president, uh, you know, telling Nigerians of his intentions, uh, many have been quick to point out that, well, you were saddled with certain responsibilities in this administration. One, that, as you mentioned, is the issue of the economy. Uh, there are quite a number of other things that the vice president has done. And that there's a belief that is, uh, you know, uh, in fact, some believe that is probably the most popular vice president that the country has had since 1999 as regards, you know, how, uh, how active he has been in policies and day-to-day -day running of the government. And they look at it and say, uh, how do you then sell to Nigerians that uh, you will do better uh, than what this administration has done? Uh, he's also said he's coming to build on what the president has done. Uh, there are some that will look at it and say, well, nothing much has been done. Although there are some that will also look at it and say, well, they've done quite a lot. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, it's going to be a key issue when eventually the debate for who comes up comes up. As you mentioned, the country candidate comes up uh, between all parties, the Amity party, Bonaparte uh, party, and you see, they talk for them. I mean, I was discussing some of our TV table. Um, Jagaran is one person that you can't really predict when it comes to political maneuvering and machination. But as I mean, for God's sake, you might just come and say he's supporting, you know, all the it's a dicey thing as far as the way is concerned. He has done it before when he wanted him from governor and they were using the AC, I think AD then. He eventually just gave the ticket of it. He wanted to become a senator after governorship. He eventually, you know, he didn't support Daniel Solomon because he wanted to become governor too. But because Daniel Solomon was so powerful and was controlling, you know, Lagos West, Lagos West had a lot of votes, you know. So, but the main thing so was that Timothy just said he was, you know, giving that ticket to he already had it, but he gave it to both. So it has happened severally. On that note, Tinobu cannot be predicted. It is unpredictable. Uh, that's that. But on the issue of the question you have asked, I, I, you know, in fairness to the president, people always feel that when you're not the man at the hands of a fear, there's a limit to how you can implement your ideas. People always feel like that. As long as you're not the the person on whose table stop the book. If the book doesn't stop on your table, then 
God cannot hold you totally responsible for whatever is happening within the system. Now, I mean, I want to preach that thing that because he's not the president, and let's see how known people said there are some powerful cabals, you know, you must have come as quote and unquote, that are really behind what is happening in Nigeria. Yeah, I want to be careful with that. I'm on air. That's behind what is happening in Nigeria. And that there is a limit to what even those people you can do. Don't forget. When the president travels and there was an issue, and eventually everybody had to sign the the the, 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 the retirement of one key officer then in this regime, it became an issue that subsequently, whenever the president was traveling, he won't hand over government and power to Oshibaju. We have not forgotten that. So, so some people, the argument that shows that, well, it was some degree, it was some extent, is not in total control of what is happening in, in, in governance. Even when it comes to some ideas, whether economy or whatever, and the key issues he has been involved in, like all the social uh, programs, you know, humanitarian programs he has been involved in, the market money, etc., that he does, that is, it became an issue too. Don't forget that. So some people said there was a rumor that it was because of that market money, etc., that Fowler was moving, you know, the tax. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, of Nigeria, and uh, you know they trace me back to you know. So find about those issues are there. So the argument could be that well, uh, as the vice president, he has his limitations. But some of us still feel that even as the vice president, there are still things that are said to be under his purview that Nigerians have maybe derived any benefit from. So the argument goes right and left. And that's what I'm saying. However, however, in the final analysis, I want to put it to us. It is the people that the powers in Nigeria want to become our president. Now become our president. If they say they want to zone, the usual zone is still there. The southeast is still there. The south-south, the southwest is there. The worst thing is that the south-south people are coming up strongly. And they just came up and said, look, I want to be there. Um, people in the south is in my head, coming and saying, I, w- I want to be there. Uh, in the southwest, we have Nagaman and um, uh, what's the name? The the now. Two very key, you know, contestants that are coming up. I don't know it's going to go, but it appears, it appears, I'm thinking, FPC might eventually play the game of the southwest. If that's the case, and Tinubu is not stepping down, it's going to be a headlong fight between both Tinubu and Oshibadu. And that might no. bring about an implosion. In the APC. Now, because well, uh, quite a lot of people making speculations as to what could happen and all of that. Just before I let you go, sir, uh, let, let me ask you because uh, you know um, you, you've spoken about the pool of candidates in the APC uh, fr- fr- from various regions, uh, from uh, you know the vice president declaring now to Ashwaji Tinubu to uh, Dave Umai, uh, to there are talks about the CBN governor. Uh, they also talked about Dr. Ogbunaya Onu as well. Uh, and um, Amechi and so many others in the APC. But then there's a long list in the PDP as well. Saraki, Tambua, uh, Bala Mohammed, Atiku, Ayatu Din, uh, Dele Momodu. It goes on and on. Uh, well, Tunde Bakari as well in the APC. So uh, the pool continues to widen. But then you talk about this powers that be. Some have spoken about it. I've listened to a lot of people talk about it and they speak so vociferously about it as if uh, the Nigerian people that's the electorates, have no say in all of this. And how, how does this then encourage, you know, especially at the time where we're encouraging electorates to be a part of it, to get their PVCs, be a part of the process and all of that. Uh, what is their role in all of these talks? Well, 
Nigeria electoral calendar is part of it. The, the, the National Assembly removed that compulsory primary from the Constitution for uh, all parties was the day Nigerian electorate was defeated, you know, in Nigeria. Because if that has been the issue now, I said, okay, let's see what happened the primaries. But now it is not compulsory for us to primaries again. And like I told you, quite the number of the common consensus. So as far as electorate is concerned, let's put that aside. They will bring over the selection and they'll give us a candidate they want us to vote for. And that is that. On the other part, that the, the moment uh, I've been seeing is three, four, five months, even before now, that Tinobu is not likely to become the president of Nigeria. I, but I am sorry, I, I don't know how to be honest. In your opinion, when you look at Nigeria, you see the progressive have never been able to get from the southwest or south south, have never been able to take over power, starting from you know the first republic. And I will explain. How no one ever got there. He was a progressive. He had brilliant ideas, good ideas, but he never got there. Because the powers that be the conservative never trusted him. Same thing happened with the MKO. You know, and the error most of them made, the mistake they made was that they were telling Nigerians what they want to do. And the people that were controlling the jugular of Nigerian political presidency didn't like what they were saying. So MKO came up, popular candidate, everybody voted for him, but he was from the progressive camp to brilliant idea, head to head person, knows what he was saying, the chatter accountant with a lot of national experience. And that's how he didn't get there. I don't see Tinubu to get in there. Probably from that angle. I'll see what has happened. The powers that be always wanted a person they can control. My thinking, my submission. Somebody they can really say this how to go about scout I mean. Obasanjo never had any easy from his constituency. He was not supported. He was not a person that people felt to if he, if Southwest have been asked to give their candidate, because Southwest wouldn't have given up a door. But, and that's the kind of person the power that they want in Nigeria. They want a person who does not have a political base. Kachibanjo does not have a political base. Jonathan never had a political base. Their power to become whatever they want to become as Nigeria still rests in the North. Look in the past election. Look at the history of Nigeria. The North has dominated. It is the vote of the North that has always made our president to become president. And I don't see that changing in 2023. So, if you fit into that description of people that have come from the Southwest, that people think on the North self they can use without political base and they could make them to do their things. You could go ahead and control your South yeah. or control our North. That's my submission anyway. So, right. I don't well, see a Tinubu coming up, I'm sorry. Well, well, you know, um, as I said, the, the speculations uh, will continue. The predictions, I think that's the word, uh, you know, will continue. But uh, we will have to wait and see eventually how all this pan out. Uh, I should say a very big thank you to you uh, for uh, talking it, to us this morning. It's, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Ever. Thank you so much for the honor. I appreciate you all. All right. Thank you very much. Oh, well, um, interesting. Interesting submissions. Um you know, uh, some of these um, uh, predictions and uh, some of these uh, insinuations uh, you will not say have not been mentioned before. Uh, quite a number of, um, you know, uh, political analysts and uh, leaders of thought or uh, commentators are quick to talk about these powers that be and how powerful they are and how they decide uh, what happens, who becomes what, who doesn't become. And I, I just really wonder... You know what, what the power of the electorate is is is, uh, is at this time, and you know j- just um, over the weekend I was speaking with the uh, national chairman of the Labour Party, uh, Barista Abure, who was you know talking about 
you know, the mega parties or the major political parties and saying, well, they might have all the money, they might have all the big wigs and all of that, uh, saying they believe the power resides with the people, that once the people believe they want to support someone, they can't get it. If the people decide to go against the powers that be, they can't go against them. How, you know, realistic or how possible that is, I do not know. Or how powerful these powers that be that we talk about, you know, I've heard so many people say these things, say uh, some individuals, uh, some cabals, as we're quick to say, uh, you know, do the calculations and, um, you know, they uh, give directions uh, in which uh, the country goes as regards uh, the leadership or will become president. Well, We'll just wait and see how this things pan out. Uh, the numbers to call to be a part of the conversation this morning uh, will be open in a moment. The numbers are 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. You can also call 0818-111-1079. 0818-111-1079. Those are the numbers. We're live on Facebook, so you can drop your contributions there as well. Facebook.com forward slash Live at freshfmlive.com on Twitter. That's how you talk to us this morning. Thank you for staying with us to the platform uh, this uh, Monday on Fresh 107.9 FM at Bergota. Uh, we did um, spend uh, the last couple of minutes talking about uh, some of the reactions uh, trailing the declaration of Vice President Professor Yemi Oshibajo as regards his intention to run for the Office of President come 2023. Uh, the numbers to call uh, to talk to us this morning are 0815 432 1079. 0815-432-1079 or 0818-111-1079. 0818-111-1079. Those are the numbers. I remember you can talk to us uh, on uh, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Live, or drop your contributions on Twitter at freshfmabirkuta and uh, we'll be glad to hear from you. Now, I miss uh, all these talks and uh, what's happening in the... Uh, the APC. Uh, the um, other party, a major party, the PDP, uh, there's been some uh, meetings uh, going on amongst them as regards uh, what they uh, plan to do. Uh, the southern the southern governors uh, on the platform of the People's Democratic Party, they've been reacting to the reports 
against uh, on the purported recommendation of the PDP zoning committee that the slot be thrown open uh, for all to contest. The Southern Governors uh, they held a meeting at the Akwaibom Governors Lodge in Abuja, and uh, the Abia State Governor Okeze Ikwazu. Uh, was uh, speaking on behalf of the governors, uh, saying uh, that any attempt by the party's leadership uh, to throw the presidential ticket open will be deemed to be unjust and must uh, be rescinded. Uh, Governor Ekwazo, of course, uh, was uh, speaking after that meeting uh, that was held um, at the uh, that was held at the Akwaibom Governor's Lodge at the nation's capital in Abuja. Let's take a listen to him uh, very swiftly. We met this morning and resolved as follows. One, we have agreed to work together as a team. We will work together to ensure that a Southeasterner emerge as PDP flag bearer for 2023 presidential election. We intend to consult with other zones on this issue and it is based... We have uh, watched with keen interest the developments in our party, especially concerning the zoning. And our position is that first, we are committed to the unity of our party, and we have worked hard to make sure that this party remains strong and a viable vehicle to rescue Nigeria come 2023. Be that as it may, we want to draw your attention to the fact that we had agreed as certain governors in Lagos and also in Delta that this party has to respect the zoning principle as enshrined in our constitution and to that effect we insist that the fair thing to do is to zone the presidency to the south and we stand on that position we have not seen any reason to change that position because the party was founded on the basis of equity and justice and we also think that equity and justice is an important pillar that will ultimately stabilize our polity towards our journey in rescuing nigeria That was Governor Kizi Kwezu uh, speaking on behalf of uh, the PDP governors, uh, reminding uh, the party leadership of uh, the talks by the governors of the meetings and the agreement to uh, fight vehemently for uh, the zoning of the uh, presidency to the south come 2023. Uh, of course, um, I should apologize for a couple of minutes there, you'd, a couple of seconds there, you did listen to uh, former Senate President Ayim Pius Ayim uh, talking about the southeast agenda. Uh, saying that they would also, you know, uh, then ensure that uh, the uh, Southeast gets uh, the ticket. Uh, it's quite interesting. I mean, it talks about zoning. They also talks about micro-zoning uh, to a particular region and all. Well, uh, these are all the expectations of uh, this period. Uh, these are some of the things that we expect to be going on and to be happening at this time. Although you could argue uh, that um, the, the agitations have never been this louder uh, virtually, uh, you know, in tr- every region has got some interesting claim uh, to the throne. It's like the Game of Thrones, I should say. Uh, while the zones in the south, uh, the southeast, I uh, would say they've not gotten the chance. The south side would say uh, they've never really gotten the chance. Uh, the southwest would join others and say, well, uh, it, it has to come to the south. 
Uh, there's a talks about the Northeast as well. Uh, that's another. And then uh, if you listen to the likes of Saraki, Bala Mohammed, uh, they would give you some mathematical explanations as to how uh, the North or the South has had, has had uh, spent more time uh, in the position of the president of the country and the North should be given a chance to make up for the lost time. You know, there are just uh, so many interesting uh, submissions uh, from various angles. Uh, at this uh, period, uh, the big question is: uh, that's, uh, amidst all of these, many are quick to say, "Oh, the electorate should shine their their eyes. The electorate shouldn't uh, drop the ball. Uh, they should get their PVCs, be a part of it, and all of that." Already, really, are the electorate? So, it's a big question, and I'll be glad to hear from you this morning. The next couple of minutes, uh, just um, as regards uh, this uh, discussion, but we'll take a pause and uh, talk to you via the phone lines. Apologies, I see some of you trying to. Um, Talk to us via the phone lines. Uh, some of them keep coming in and dropping. Uh, hopefully, it will get better as we move on this morning. Uh, but remember, like I said, you can drop your contributions on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Live, Twitter at freshfmabelgata as well. Uh, we will uh, get to talk to you via those avenues. Please don't go anywhere. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria, select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest. Thank you for staying with us, platform, uh, this Monday on Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkuta. Uh, let's uh, get some thoughts from you. The numbers are 0815 432 or 0818-111-1079. 0818-111-1079. Apologies if you've been trying earlier. Hello, good morning. Let's hope we get lucky yeah, with this. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Thank you. Yeah, it's a good one that, you know, most of the politicians that we are expecting, you know, they are on mass, you know, showing themselves to be aspirants and all those things. You know, it's a very good one that we are having all those things. There is no person, you know, trying to cover himself, you know, not that not to do this thing as, as it is. But one thing that baffles me is this. Do you know? All these faces that we are seeing are those old faces. Mm. It's, 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 it's unfortunate that we cannot see some other people, you know, trying to, you know, show off. You know, and he has, he has been a, a, what do you what do you what do you mean by old faces? How old? Yeah, How old does someone has to be? 
Yes, the people that we have been seeing, mm. that is those people that have been governors mm. for like uh, one way or the other, like 20 years now. That the same people coming out. You understand? We are not seeing some new new faces. Maybe like some like all these civil servants. You know what I mean? Civil servants <laughs> that have done, they have retired. You understand? Mm. Their own experience of 35 years and all those things. They should come and showcase it to mm. political uh, stuff. You understand? Mm. All these politicians. Mm. You know, the major politicians that we have been seeing. Yes. All along, and that's what has been happening. You understand? But I, 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 I'm still worried that where do you want to put it? Okay, if you want to put our vote somewhere now, who among them are we going to put our vote for? Because yeah. they have been parading and parading all these years. Please, I'm using this influence to tell to our other, uh, you know, those people that have the, uh, the the ambition, you know, to become a president and they have the potential. They should come out now. It will, it will, it will be uh. a, a kind of late something. Uh. It's come out now when they are all coming out. Okay. Thank you. Good morning. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't want to ask because when when you uh, when you are begging others to come out, I don't know that that, that almost sounds like uh, those that have come out. <laughs> You've not seen your choice there, but I, to I totally see where you're coming from. But you know, um, naturally, uh, with politicians, you'd always find somebody with some antecedent, uh, whether they've been uh, attorney generals in one state before, or they've been chief of staff, or they've been minister for so many years, or you know, part of the Senate and all of that. Uh, with the polity that we run, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a tough, um, it's a tough environment for newbies to get into. Uh, it would take quite a while uh, to, you know, uh, begin to aspire for especially the top positions. But I totally see your point, all right? 0815-432-1079-0818-111-1079. Those are the numbers. Hello, good morning. Well, um, do try again, okay? Uh, we'll be glad to hear from you. Apologies uh, if you're... Hello? Thank you for staying with us, platform, uh, this morning. I should apologize. Uh, the phone lines are not the greatest uh, this morning. Quite a lot of your calls. I uh, just continue to come in and uh, they just drop almost instantly. Uh, but um, keep trying, all right? And um, hopefully we can uh, get to hear from you uh, in the um, remaining four or five minutes there about before we wrap things up this morning. Uh, many thanks to quite a lot of you who have joined us live on Facebook. I uh, love you just sending messages saying hello. Thank you. Uh, very much. Uh, the conversation at this time uh, is um, widening to just not to uh, beyond the individuals that are coming out as uh, aspirants. Uh, these individuals, uh, they have their game plans. They know what they want, and they've made up their minds to pursue it as uh, mostly as most politicians do. Uh, they are quite, uh, you know, optimistic people. Uh, They're quite um, driven people. And they have targets. And they do all they have to do, all they can, 
not necessarily all they have to do, all they can to, uh, you know, get the trust and the votes of the people. Uh, the question is, in this uh, battle of wits, uh, what is uh, what are the electorates doing? How are you equipping yourselves with uh, the information that is needed? Are you equipping yourself with all you need to be a part of the process? How well, or how in tune, how conversant are you uh, with the options that are available? Uh, these are also issues uh, such that uh, when those periods come to decide the leadership, you're not doing it uh, because uh, that is where uh, the folks around you are going or because uh, that's uh, the party you've heard their name and you don't even know. I've heard a lot of people say, I tell many don't be where I go, but, you know, they just vote. Uh, we have, uh, over the years, uh, the experiences of Nigerians or where we are at as a country compared to where a lot of our, uh, you know, a lot of our contemporaries are, uh, you'd say you know, there's a need for us to do things better. The electorates, really. Um, well, the leadership, they have their roles, but uh, the electorates have got to do things better. Uh, earlier this morning, we are talking about uh, the number of um, untaken or unclaimed uh, PVCs and you begin to wonder uh, why are the owners of these PVCs not going to pick them or why are there others that are not attempting to register for their PVCs so that they can be a part of the process uh, that will decide who will be the leader or their leaders at whatever level such that they can say they had a say uh, in deciding who that person is and then you would have the I don't know, should I say moral justification to raise questions and, um, you know, some of the things that we say after elections are done and dusted. But uh, for some reason, uh, a lot of us are not entirely very interested in the process. The process is the start. It is important. So uh, whatever it is uh, you have to do, you get it done as well. Just as the politicians are doing whatever it is they have to do, you better start doing whatever it is you have to do as well uh, to effect the change that you want. Uh, in your environment or in your society. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, um, we will get, you know, that country that we desire and crave. The pool is getting wider. Uh, know them uh, so that you can get familiar. Uh, prepare yourselves, arm yourselves with your PVCs so that when the time comes, uh, by the time you've done the research and all that you need to do, you can then make informed choices based on your conviction and not because of some thousands of naira or because of some uh, congos of rice or beans or gari, whatever. Um, you know, poverty-stricken uh, thing that you are getting. I hope that we will do better. All right. We'll get to talk more about this at another time, of course. Uh, apologies, I couldn't uh, get to uh, talk to more of you via the phone lines this uh, morning. Many thanks for to a lot of you who joined us live on Facebook. Uh, this uh, morning, I'm not sure I did miss out any uh, messages on Twitter. But thank you for investing your time with us uh, this Monday. Uh, the program returns Wednesday at 10. Ali Bakar is my name. Have a blessed week. Good morning. City of Nigeria, Rock City of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9.
Rock City of Nigeria. Rock City of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9. Fresh 107.9 FM Fresh FM 107.9 to wa ni abiokuta ago mo kan lo wuro titi di ago mejila le ma gbo loju aji ojo monday si oju apameta saturday akimushitu ak sports ni o ma jalule seti igbo wa esha ti makani to le tente lori oke osoba presidential hilltop abiokuta lakalesi ak sports oya ni shoni be ibe pe to pon lapanju oja bo foka Fresh, I 